This is Bet. I sweat. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gudikin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5340 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Who are they supposed to lose to? You know what, Carver's gonna dribble it out! You lost, it's over! What does he think, is Kobe Bryant's? Like, what that's, was that? So I I don't think I've ever seen an endgame like that before, but that's literally like, I am watching this game and must bet money on it. 10? 15 and a half. <laughs> so like, literally no one's playing. Hey, you know who else is thinking about this stuff? Everyone else. I'm fantasizing about week one NFL Sunday. Check about weeknights here on the BeckQL network. I don't I don't disagree with you there. Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweat. Yes. Let's go, Kansas That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gudikin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep.
This is Ryan Horvath from BetMGM Tonight. Check out my new show, BetQL Tailgate Kickoff, on the BetQL Network every single Saturday this college football season from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern as we get you set for kickoff each and every Saturday morning to hopefully help you become better prepared for your college football wagering. I will also chat with guests from all across the country, hit on the day's biggest storylines and angles. So join me every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern, for the BetQL Tailgate Kickoff here on the BetQL Network with me, Ryan Horvath. Are you ready, sir? Start your engines. Let's go. Astros money line versus the Marlins. Johnny Cueto, no thank you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. How does this affect me personally? Which is absolutely bonkers to me. If you do the middle school math, is 117 yards per game that you gotta post each and every weekend. I knew it! I knew it! Who has the upper hand? Do we think it's gonna be the offenses or do we think it's going to be the defenses? How about Saturday's game? Let's just throw a random game out here. Like, I don't want to put faith in NC State. There's a chance we'll, we'll lose outright. Who knows? Jinx is definitely not paying attention right now. He's just vibing to the music. Are you ready for the most interactive sports gambling show? Introducing BetQL Send It In with PJ Glasser. We want to hear from you. Send It In is about your picks, your trends, and your fades. Share your thoughts, predictions, and your best daily best bets with the Send It In community. Set your reminders, mark your calendars, and get ready to send it in on weekday afternoons at 1 Eastern on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. On your home for wagertainment, the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski. Lion stuff is just, oh my god, I just want to vomit. Aaron Hawksworth. Woo! That's all I have to say to that. And Ed Egros. We will do the work for you. On the BetQL Network. Baseball is winning on the BetQL Network with Bet for the Cycle featuring Cody Decker. Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and handicapper Rob Brown. Couldn't hit a baseball off a high school pitcher. That's why I played soccer. Double plays, props, and parlays. Not only Blue Jays' run line here, Cody, I might tease it up to an alternate run line of minus two and a half. Join the chaos every Saturday from noon to four Eastern. Can you explain to me how these are the same odds? Can someone please explain to me how these are the same odds? <laughs> exactly what I was I've looked say. at this over. Fascinated by this Clippers experiment. Fascinated. Yeah, I, I, I feel like at some point it'll. It, I, they're talented enough where it can get better. Like I'm not going to sit here and just say, "Oh God, this is never going to work." But I'm not one of those. Like the minute that even the trade happened, I was like, "I'm not. I'm not going to buy in on the Clippers just because they got James Harden." When has James Harden made any team a better playoff team? It just doesn't work that way. And, or a better team. Yeah, or just a better team in general. Well, let's let's be honest. And his, his prime Houston. in Houston. Houston. The, Chris Paul year was a good year. They should have probably. That was a pretty good year. It was. I know. But other than that, yeah. 
I mean, Oop. playoff success, not a whole lot, other than OKC, of course, when he was the sixth man there and they went to the finals. And that was definitely not, they weren't running the game through him. No, they That's weren't. For sure. I loved him in Me that too. role. Mm-hmm. I liked that team a lot. Your boy, Nick Collison. Giving him some bench. Minutes. That's right. Nick Collison was Kendrick there for like I, twenty years. I used to always bet first basket, uh, Kendrick Perkins. For <laughs> whatever reason, the first play would always be like a pick and roll to Perkins, and then they wouldn't use him the rest of the game. He averaged one point that year. They get Perk involved, and then he just doesn't touch it. They run the first play for him, and then you wouldn't see him the rest of the way. But he was always talking trash. Well, yeah, just like now, it Big hasn't changed. Perk. No, it worked out for him. Yeah, worked out just fine. Turned it into a career. Meanwhile, Russell Westbrook bringing the ball up the court That's what I'm and saying. just They're dribbling. Running through it. The amount of ISO from this team—it's just not. It, it's it when like honestly, I'm trying to think of like a good. Maybe you you guys can think of a team that I can't. When was the last time we had like a true title contender and it was a team that just ran a bunch of ISO ball? The Boston Celtics. Would they be considered that though? I mean, they, they do, they but absolutely are a, a massive ISO yeah. team. They, and that's what they do down the stretch in games, too. And in, like, the I guess playoffs. that's true. Tatum will just kind of, or, yeah, yeah or I guess. Or Brown. It's gross. Oh, it really is. Especially it's when you so, have money. It's <laughs> so bad. You're like, why are you doing this? Why are we giving the ball to Marcus Smart? Why is he thinking he's James Harden? The Celtics are a brutal watch, And still. that's, like, as crazy as it sounds, though, like, if you look at the clutch numbers, Marcus Smart was actually their most clutch player, and that's what's a little concerning when we do get to the playoffs. Like, Jalen Brown... Hasn't really had that big... Mm-hmm. I mean, he's had big playoff series, but in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm talking about when they see Milwaukee or you right. know, maybe this version of Philadelphia. I don't know. I mean, Tatum's never healthy once we get to never. the finals or we get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Not the last couple of years. So they're going to have to figure out who's going to be the guy that's taking those shots. It should be Tatum. Like, it should be a very easy answer. Every year we push that on him, though, and then you don't. it just doesn't feel like he grabs it. Also looks like he's, like, burned out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. Like he's carrying the load. Kind of like that Luka a little bit. Yeah, that shouldn't be the case for Tatum. He's got Jalen Brown. I mean, Jalen Brown, the issue is he doesn't have handles once we get to the playoffs, and teams actually <laughs> play defense. Now Marcus and then it gets Smart's really ugly. Gone. You know, Malcolm Brogdon didn't do a whole lot in the playoffs, but he's gone now. I don't know that I like Boston more with KP, like as a playoff team. You know? Yeah, I have to see how this is going to work. But I definitely don't think I like Milwaukee better with just Dame. I think they might have to make a move at the deadline. And then, yeah, you know what? As crazy as it sounds, maybe it is Philly. Maybe it, That's what I'm maybe saying. Maybe they just needed a coach. Maybe Doc is just that bad, and I think history tells us Doc is just that bad. So not, I will, not many coaches blow 3-1 leads. I he does will it every other year. definitely agree with you on that. Doc Rivers is one of the most under, overrated coaches that we've ever had in the NBA. Great players coach. I think the guy that can go in and clean up a team to get it from. You know, he's... Like he's almost the Ron Rivera on steroids, where you go in and you clean up the culture and you get guys to kind of buy in, and then there's kind of a low ceiling. Yeah, and it's like, what has he ever done? And then and then people will answer, well, he won an NBA Finals, he won a championship, and you're like, yeah, with Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and uh, Paul Pierce, like yeah. with a big three, and with Tibbs as his lead assistant, and then the following year. Tibbs is in Chicago leading the Bulls to 60-plus wins, and Derrick Rose is the youngest MVP. So maybe, just maybe, Tibbs deserved more credit mm-hmm. than Doc Rivers for those right. teams. And we hear about like how Tibbs was in practice. And just like you had the ultimate dream team, uh, or big three, because those were guys that were just dogs. Like Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce were evil. Evil humans. Yes. <laughs> and they went hard every single practice, and they went hard every single regular season game, even if they were in street clothes. I mean, you saw that video of KG. Trash, you know, just yelling at guys. You know, they don't I, make them like that anymore. You know, it is crazy to think, though, guys, 
what if all of this in the East and we're just leaving out the Heat and the Heat are back in the Eastern Conference Finals again? I mean, that most likely happens. It really could. with Tyler Hero becoming Michael Jordan lately, but we'll see. They need him back out there, though. I think Kyle Lowry got hurt tonight. I know he's not a – he had back-to-back 17-point games. He played only 15 minutes tonight, took a shot. So he must have gotten hurt. I didn't see what it was. But, yeah, the East just feels very – very, very wide open compared to the West, where you can look and say, "Okay, it's Denver." You know, yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's the Nuggets, and after that, it's kind of okay. God, the Suns suck. Who, who do we trust late in the year? Yeah, well, they stink. You know, it'd be great if they could actually have all three of their big three that's out there on a, the court. That's not a bug. That's a feature. Yeah, that's what they are. That's like what we. It's like you bought uh, a Cabbage Patch doll. That's like the trash Cabbage Patch. I mean, that's what it is. Like it sucks that they never will be together. But we knew that that was going to be the case, right? Same thing with, I think this is like Brooklyn 2.0. When Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Harden all played together, they were unbeatable. But we knew 100% they were not going to play more than 15, 20 games together, all together. And now here we are, 10 games in, and I think Bradley Beal's played two games. And I think Devin Booker's played three. Booker is back, though. I think they did, I did see that he was... He was probable, right? Yeah, I think he's probable. Yeah. Uh, Devin Booker has played... Tomorrow against the Timberwolves, yeah. He has not played for, what, five straight games, though. Yeah. He hasn't played since November 2nd against the Spurs when he went off. And before that, he hadn't played three games before that, and he played one. So it's like one on, three off, one on, five off. Booker's played two. Beal's played three. Durant's played ten. Yeah, tomorrow's the night. Tomorrow's the night. Yeah, so tomorrow against the Timberwolves, we will see all three, barring any sort of setback. They're about to get smacked up. So they have missed a combined 15 games. <laughs> and Kevin Durant, who's 35. It's only 10 games into the season. KD is the oldest, and he hasn't. he's averaging 36 minutes I know, a he's game. he's been awesome. Because you can count on him. You can see, count on LeBron. He's late into their down. career, still getting big minutes. I love KD, but he always attaches himself to the wrong guys. Kyrie, that didn't work out. Well, the Warriors. He should have just never left Golden State. Well, that's the big thing. They were Kevin, mean to him. Do you think he just thought, like, was it that? Or do you think he was like, I'm never going to get credit for this? Well, yes, but like the, that's what's coming <laughs> from the fan base. Own. They were like, oh, it's Steph's team. It'll always be Steph's team. You're not even that important. I just think they needed each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the Warriors needed something to get past LeBron. They could have ab- – I mean, Steph even took a step back to get Durant more involved right away. Yep. He would have Durant would have been embraced had he stayed longer. Yeah, he was the outsider. Yeah, he wasn't the homegrown talent that the team drafted, like everybody else there that helped him win that win those titles before Durant got there. But had he stayed, people would have forgotten that he played in Oklahoma City. The problem is he just kept trying to find another home. He got bored. Yeah, he's the he's the serial dater, just going around from one relationship to the other, and he had a really good Bad situation choice. and he decided to just dump that perfect situation and go out there and find dysfunctional Instagram model and yeah. then it didn't work and then you jumped to another and then it just continues and you're going why can't I find love well you had it but you threw it out the window because you were stupid you should have just stuck around with Roz Goldawude and left it like that you should force this way to Indiana right now mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 and 1 to the over this did season did you see OKC with what uh, KD said to Shea Gilgis Alexander what did he say he said mm-hmm. uh, to Shea they were playing you know Phoenix was playing OKC and he goes man you guys got a nice young squad you guys are like one piece away, and he goes, "Come see me after the game." <laughs> Shea goes, "Come see me after the game." He is a good young team. Back to OKC. How funny would that be? Yeah.
Dude, Halliburton, I'm looking at this right now. 32 assists, no turnovers the last two That's games. Insane. Has anybody ever done that in NBA history? I, Chris I'm Paul, serious. Chris Paul has probably had a run with similar, no turnovers? but I don't know if it's the same. Chris Paul's assist-to-turnover ratio in his prime was insane, but I don't know if it's that. That is absolutely insane. It's better MGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL. Say, oh, you should have picked this team. So can we set some parameters for roasting people's sure. picks? I say if you don't roast somebody before the game starts, you shouldn't be allowed to roast somebody at all. Yes. If you roast someone after the fact, you're a loser. You know why? Because anybody can do that. Anyone. Anyone can say, oh, I'll just wait and see how this plays out. And if you win, I won't say anything. But if you lose, I'll troll you. That's just, that's, that's lowbrow thinking. So yeah, if you're going to call somebody out and say, I disagree with this pick, fine. Disagree before the fact. Don't do it afterwards. A child can do that. Also, if you're going to provide generic fifth grade insults, I'm not going to mm -hmm. acknowledge you. Because it is one thing if you listen to my reasoning, you say, hey, I have a problem with your line of thinking. This is wrong, and I think you need to consider this, other than just somebody simply commenting, wrong. Like, that's the worst. <laughs> like, you can't even argue with these people. Because I will follow up and say, okay, what exactly about my handicap do you disagree right. with specifically? And they never have an answer. And then they just follow up, see, you were wrong. I'm like, okay, well, if you can't tell me why I was wrong, then like you don't have any grounds for insults. And also another thing, if you don't have your picture as your profile picture, and if you don't use your name uh, as true. your profile name, you can't insult anybody for anything. It's very easy to hate from the sidelines. If you don't put your name to it, mm -hmm. sit down. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. I kind of think it remains to be seen, and I don't mean to be dodging the answer because much like you, I picked Michigan. Um, to They were number one in my AP preseason poll. Now, I don't have them number one right now, but that's only because they haven't been tested at all. And I still suspect they're the best team, but I need to see them play somebody that can fog a competent mirror. And, you know, they finally <laughs> get a chance to do that this weekend. So I, I think they're really good. I suspect they might be the best team in the country. Um, but this is one of those situations, guys, you've seen it a lot in sports. These types of things are galvanizing to a team until they're not. Meaning, you know, meaning it pulls everybody together. And then if it, if it is a situation that chips away and chips away and chips away, then sometimes you maybe run into a situation where you don't perform your best. Or, or maybe that won't happen at all. I don't think there's going to be any resolution from the NCAA standpoint and with the articles that have been written recently in Michigan's determination to do everything to avoid any punishment from the Big Ten at this moment you know I'm not sure it's going to have a big impact on the field uh, I you know at least not yet I don't see any indication that would uh, dissuade me from picking Michigan to win games
Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. I mean, we got utter chaos right now in the Warriors-Timberwolves game. Clay just got ejected. Draymond just got ejected. Draymond Green put Rudy Gobert in a headlock and pulled him across the court. That's crazy. I'm watching this. Jaden McDaniels and uh, Clay Thompson got like tangled up at half court and started pushing each other. Yeah, so I'm watching. Clay was the aggressor. He grabs Jaden McDaniels' jersey, tries to pull him, pull him around. He's like swinging him around like a yep, towel. Yep. And then Jaden McDaniels grabs his jersey back, and he's like, "No, don't be touching me like that." And then Clay looks like comes back at him, and Jaden McDaniels almost tries to elbow him. Then Rudy Gobert gets into the middle, and then that's when Draymond inserts himself into the play. Pause. Chokeholds Rudy Gobert. I have him. Comes up behind him, puts his forearm around his neck, and that's night-night sleep mask time, and they have to be separated. Yeah, we're going to see a lengthy suspension, I think, for Draymond on that one. For Draymond? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big suspension. With his history and the visual of that making its way around social media. Gobert was just on the floor just being pulled around. Because in the scuffle, they're trying to move Draymond off of Rudy Gobert. And then in the mix, Rudy falls to the ground. But he's just like almost underneath all of the drama. He's literally getting dragged. And he's yeah, looking and he's at people like, will you get it. this crazy guy off of my and then neck? he falls. He's falling. And he's underneath. They're just grabbing him. Oh, my goodness. I love Draymond so much. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe not that, though. Clay Thompson has been ejected, right? Yes. So this would be the second time in his career. I was th- I was like, has Clay ever been ejected? Because um, he's, he's always a happy guy. Reminds me a little bit of myself from 1985 to 2018. <laughs> he uh, was ejected last year for the first time in a 134-105 loss to the Phoenix Suns. Him and Devin Booker got in it. Remember for the uh, championship ring stuff, he got ejected. So this is only oh, his, that's right. Only I remember his that. second ejection of Clay Thompson's career, which is a little hard to believe. I wish I could enjoy it with everybody else, but I'm just out here sweating action as Akron goes up <laughs> 27-24 in OT. Also, Clay Thompson's jersey ripped in half. Ooh, ripped in half. Scott, uh, how much would you pay <laughs> for a jer- for that jersey? What would that go for? Oh, uh, on a night like tonight, you know what I would do? I would buy it and give it to Rudy Gobert. There you go. Don't pay full price because <laughs> there's or two give it to Jaden McDaniels. I think that'd be even better. Nice, nice little gift for you two who uh, had a little tete-a-tete minute 43 into the damn game. I mean, geez, it was scoreless. Nobody even scored yet. Is there a, it's craziness. Uh, a is, is there a prop market open for the rest of the game? How are you going to bet this? There well, was you gotta, no You got to bet the Timberwolves, absolutely. I don't know how these jokers have a way of even being able to score. Chris Paul, you got to look at some Chris Paul to, uh, yeah. props here. He just shot a three. It's going to be the Chris Paul show. He's the only one out there that's not Points a kid. Points and assists. Points and assists for Chris Paul. Wiggins, maybe. Ugh. And the Wiggins revenge spot. So right now, Anthony Edwards' points are at 25 and a half. Uh, let's see if we can get... Uh, they have nothing up. Oh, here you go. Nope. Yeah, here you go. Chris Paul was just taken off the board. It was 13 and a half. So we'll see what BetMGM does with that once it's once they prop it back up there. But, yeah, I mean, Jonathan Kaminga's up to 14 and a half points. It's Chris Paul, Jonathan Kaminga, maybe Andrew Wiggins, who's been kind of a mess this year. He's at 14 and a half. They just pulled that now. But, like, that's what you're looking at tonight. Yeah. I'm just looking at it right now. That's the sleeper hold. Yes. yes. Like, Draymond has him in it, this in is like the sleeper hold. Yeah, night, like a little night. bit of the, the, the Kimura, the Kamara, Kamara. What do they call that thing? I don't even know. It's it's like a UFC hold 
Oh man, getting choked out is the it's worst crazy. too. Because you can't do it. You like tapping. Chris, yeah. Paul, Chris Clearly, Paul's assists are up. Chris Paul's assists are up to ten and a half now. Wow. Look at Cat. What was he gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. Guys, stop. Curves stop in there. This is great. I. This is the best part about the NBA or the fights. Kind of reminds me of the Knicks Heat years and years ago, the PJ Brown Charlie yeah. Ward fight. Oh yeah, when every like Ewing got suspended. Everybody's out there. Yeah, did anybody? It doesn't look like anybody stepped onto the court though, right? Because that's no. the other thing. Are the Warriors going to have any, or Timberwolves going to have any suspensions if anybody stepped on the court? Let alone who got involved in this. It's a great question. Damn. Draymond's getting killed on social media. I don't know. I like a fiery guy. No I wish I had man, a couple of you don't put somebody. You don't grab a guy and put him in a headlock like that. That's a dumbass move by him. That's stupid. It At really least it was, was Rudy Gobert. Unnecessary. Yeah, that he's gonna get. He's gonna see. He's gonna see a few games. He's like, that you he, cost us the entire league. We had to go in the bubble because of you. I mean, literally, a picture. There are pictures from multiple angles of Draymond Green pulling Rudy Gobert in a sleeper hold, and he's just sitting there helpless, helpless. For no reason. What's the reason? <laughs> is, I don't understand it. I mean, this is the last thing the commissioner wants to see. He's gonna get a suspension there. So there you go. It's done. It's written. Utter, utter, absolute chaos today. Uh, real quick before we get to Horvat, you, Michael Carter getting released or getting waived by the Jets today. That was their third down back, and he's just he's just gone. Ryan, yeah. you must be happy about that. Yeah, it would have been nice if he got released two weeks ago yeah, when exactly. he stole all my uh, Brees Hall receptions. When you were about to say that, I thought you were going to go uh, MCW got released, yeah. and I was like, he's still in the league? <laughs> Michael, Michael Carter-Williams? Carter Williams? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's still playing? I think he was in the bubble, though. He, um, that was the last year he played, I think. Yeah, I mean, um, so the Jets release him. I think that's going to fix the offense. That's I, I think that's what was holding them down. It was Michael so? Carter. No, no. I don't. I don't. I think it's Alan Lazard. Like, it's Rodgers' buddies. Cobb barely gets any run, and when he is out there, he's washed. And Alan Lazard's been terrible. He's been so bad. Garrett Wilson deserves better. You know, Zach Wilson might deserve better, as crazy as that sounds. And he's not very good, but, like, Alan Lazard can't catch the football. Um, still a decent blocker, but that's a lot of money for a number two wide receiver that has no business being a number two wide receiver. And the Jets' defense, pretty soon I think they're going to be like, screw this season. We'll be back next year. We'll see you next year because how long, you know, how many how many weeks are they just going to be on the field for 80% of the game? I agree. Before they just say, screw it, we give up. We have to just – I think, though, as long as Aaron Rodgers is even, like, sort of in the mix. Yeah, like mm-hmm. having that in the back, yes. Yeah, you kind of have to give it a shot. Give me a chance, give me a chance, give me a chance. That's what Aaron Rodgers is saying. I mean, mid-December. They're saying mid-December for him. Like, just can you guys just hang on, like, a little bit? Just just enough. Just to get him out there. Just like, just be a game out of the playoffs, and I got you. Yeah, he's pushing 40, working his way back from Woody the torn need, Achilles. Woody All you guys got to do is too. win a football game. You Woody know? needs it bad. He does. For, for the money, for the tickets, for the excitement. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. This guy needs it over here for his Jets Super Bowl oh, that's futures seven. that don't look great right now. No, Ryan hasn't been to one Jets game this oh, year. Oh, that's right. I forgot you actually bought those tickets. Yeah, that's what I'm Have saying. Have you been able to sell them back? Oh, God, no. You took a bath on those? Oh, yeah. That's got to be one of the worst financial decisions yeah. you've ever made ever. in your life. It goes, yeah, it's like that. It's usually like UTEP over five and a half wins <laughs> is up there. The Miami Hurricanes over seven and a half wins. But you paid thousands of I mean, dollars you for live, those And you also tickets. live well, in D.C. It's crazy. And you bought Jets season tickets. I don't know what he was thinking. And you wanted to do a college football show on Saturday. No, he, that wasn't a part of it yet. He didn't know that he well, was doing true. that yet. Well, he... Uh, said he wanted to do it. Well, he didn't have to do it. I thought we well, got that... more money. I think he got money for that. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying that you like. Well, I just no. I love. It balances itself. I love the yeah, there you go. Show. Yeah, no, is... I thought that I was going to be able to make a lot of money on the tickets. Yeah, no, I get because you. it was Aaron Rodgers. Oh and it my was the God, Jets. guys, and go to like two games. I have. Can I? I'm. I'm sorry to uh, to change gears. It's okay. <laughs> but here's the thing. 
I have a sharp prop that no one is discussing because it's only been two games, and his name is Keontae George Assists. The man, his assist prop was sitting there at like four and a half. Mm -hmm. He had nine assists one game, 11 the other. He has seven assists, and it's only seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Wow. Keontae George, 10 points, seven assists. I think he has no turnovers. Well, he has one tonight, but he had uh, his assist-to-turnover ratio, one of the best in the NBA, like top five right now if he had played enough games to qualify. So I would jump on now, like from now until probably 10 games from now, because you know how, how it is. They it takes a while lines. for it to adjust, yeah. He's, so he Because here's what happened. He wasn't starting at first, and so Vegas didn't have any lines for him. And then they had to start him because he's so good. And I told you guys this, Keontae George, sleeper, rookie of the year. Don't think he's going to get it, but he's now starting. And he's just been like a floor general. Seven assists. So it was like plus 300 for him to get eight assists. And he has seven already. And I put in a little parlay. It's already ready to go. I mean... Wow! It, especially if you're playing for the Jazz, that's a that, good bet. There's just yeah, not is. a lot of attention on that. So that you ride that for at least the next ten games. I just games. found yeah. it today. That's it's like it's my gift to you. I like it. That was a very good gift. Thank you for that gift. Yeah. It's an early Christmas present yeah. for us. Enjoy. Uh, real quick before we get to Horvat, you quick rating on the Warriors court, Ryan. Uh, oh, they, they man, it looks like a regular basketball right. court. Right. It's kind of simple. It's the re- it's kind of a so I give it a zero look. out of ten. Wow. Oh. Creative losers. No. Everybody's so creative. Except for this. Except for that. But you know what? They should have done if a yellow know, court know. with a navy blue down the middle. Oh, man. I'm glad I'm glad somebody spent some time on TikTok in this room. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> TikTok's for young children. Well, can't do it Scott, Scott's one of the oldest people in I the know, room, and I he's know. up on it. In Everybody's so creative. <laughs> she makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So do you guys know what this is? Nope, don't know what it is. All right, we'll talk about it in the last segment. All right, we can do that. All right, a lot of time on the NFL so far. Let's take a trip down to Horvat U. Time to paint the face and listen up. Class is in session at Horvat U. Hey, how about those uh, college football playoff rankings, guys? Yeah. The committee was like, we don't just sit on our hands. We're going to do something. We're going to go with Georgia (laughs) as our number one team. I would love to know... All right, so it makes sense, right? Like, Georgia hasn't lost the game in two years. But what did Ohio State do to get punished to drop to number two? Because they beat the hell out of Michigan State this past weekend. They covered the number. Michigan State scored three points in the game. Ohio State didn't have to show a whole lot, yet they did. They scored over 30 points, and their defense continues to be the real deal. So, I mean, I have no issue with this because I don't think Ohio State's the best team in the country. I think they're going to get rolled by Michigan in a couple weeks here. But it's just so funny, um, like, watching the committee every week because this is so pointless. I mean, it's fun, like, if you're doing a college football show or if you want something to talk about Wednesday morning. But these playoff rankings don't make a whole lot of sense because, um, like, I, I... I guess maybe you give Georgia some credit for beating up on Ole Miss because they're a top 10 team in the country, and you covered the number, you blew them out, you got healthier, you got Brock Bowers back, the best tight end in the country. Mm -hmm. But I just, I don't understand why this year, or this week, I'm sorry, they jumped to number one over Ohio State. But I'm cool with everything else. Florida State deserves to be number four. They're undefeated. Uh, They have the non-conference win over LSU to start the season, and most likely they're going to win the ACC championship game. And then um, Michigan, Ohio State, that'll take care of each other. Then my concern is, does Oregon get in? Because I think Oregon's really good. I think Oregon's good enough on a neutral field 
to compete with all these teams. Michigan, the same way that TCU did it last year. They have a balanced attack. They can run the football. Bo Nix right now looks like a legit Heisman. He's the favorite to win the award. And they have a real defense, and they could get after the quarterback. Even in the Washington loss, like Michael Penix didn't do anything in the third quarter of that game. He got the crack kicked out of him. They couldn't protect him. And Washington's offensive line, I mean, Michael Penix has been sacked four times this season. Yeah. He was under pressure that entire game. It shows you how good Oregon's defense is. And if that game was played at home or if that game is played on a neutral, I think Oregon beats them. So I want to see them get in. So I'm just hoping that when Ohio State and Michigan do meet, the loser gets punished for that. Because I hate how in the Big Ten title game, you know, it's not the two best teams. I hate that East-West stuff. Yeah. I really do. Because I'm sick of seeing, number one, Iowa or um, – Purdue in a Big Ten championship game just getting blown out by Michigan or Ohio State and because that could help decide the college football playoff moving forward, especially with all these new teams coming over to the Big Ten like uh, Oregon and USC next season. You know how I know we're going to lose uh, very soon? How? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm looking at how long it takes me to get from D.C. to New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl. How long does it take? Um, uh, it looks like... Are you going to walk? We get you two, a two hours flight. Two hour flight. <laughs> Uh, $168 just Cheap to fly flight. in and out. Um, looks like you can go pretty quick. Just maybe go back on Tuesday, January 2nd. Looks like $291 on that day. That's how I know That's how I know that it's not going to happen. All right, so they got Arizona State this weekend, which they're going to win the game, but that might be a little bit closer than yeah, people I expect. Agree. If anything, I'd probably back Arizona State. They're at home, and they have a really good pass defense. I mean, they're not a good football team, but they have the best secondary in the Pac-12. So I think they might be able to limit some of the Bo Nix stuff. Uh, but I do think that um, Oregon will be able to run the ball. So I do think they win that game by at least 10 points. The next week, that's where it gets interesting. It's going to be a Friday night game, and it's at home where you get Oregon State. And that's huge because you don't want to travel and play that rivalry yeah. game, obviously, on the road. So at least you get that game at home. Then you just have to beat Washington. If Washington's even in the Pac-12 championship game, because Washington's getting beat this weekend. That number is up to two right now. I like Oregon that State That makes at me home. concerned. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite bet of the weekend. I'm going to fade Washington. Um, this was always the spot. Um, you know, they haven't been as good the last couple weeks. Although, man, they got a run game now, but still, Michael Penix has thrown a couple interceptions. The defense can't really stop the run. You could hit him with some explosive stuff. As long as DJU doesn't throw three picks in this game, I think that Damian Martinez is going to be able to run the ball against Washington. I think it might be a lower scoring game, but I think Oregon State clips them this week. That's my favorite bet. I'd play that right now on the money line. You know, I, I think so too. That's a that's a really good bet. Research Stadium's no joke, dude. No, no joke. Yeah. And Oregon State's a good team, um, a really good team. Man, it's actually two and a half right now. And you know, not that I care what the public's doing, like the public wins too. Look at last Sunday, for example, in the NFL. Um, but, man, the 10-0 and football team is a two-and-a-half-point dog on the road against wow. a two-loss team. That's just them, like, begging you right there to grab some Washington. It's two and a half. It's minus 115. Even if we got to three, I don't think I would do anything. I think I like Oregon State. I think they're the right side. I think they'll win that game by a touchdown. What? No, so you, that, I was going to say, how, how long before you actually took Washington? I don't think I will. I yeah. Just, yeah. I really, We really, won't get to that number anyway. I really like Oregon State in the spot. I, uh, I think they'll win. And then at that, Michael that Penix, Jr., Michael mean, Penix Jr. loses the Heisman with that, too. You lose that game? Oh, yeah. Then it's over. He's then out. Then it's over. And then, then over. it comes down to Marvin Harrison, obviously, against Michigan. J.J. McCarthy against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And then Bo Nix the next two weeks. Bo Nix has that thing on lock, pretty much, as long as he doesn't have a meltdown. It's bet MGM tonight. Nick, Trista, and Ryan are taking a short break. Stay tuned because there's plenty more to come on Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM. Live from BetQ. 
the one thing that I would have is just like how this experience is going to start coming more and more to the forefront of our lives, like your life and my life and like Tyler's life and Jake's life and Alex's life and downtown Mike Brown's life and your life, the person listening and watching this right now, where I have a three-team parlay last night in the National, among other bets, right? And my parlay is going to be closed out by the Colorado Avalanche. We're playing on the road at the Seattle Kraken. Now, I get into bed and, like, attempt to fall asleep last night. At the end of the first period, the Kraken are up one nothing on a goal by my guy, Yamamoto, scores, and the Kraken take a one nothing lead uh, against the Avalanche at the end of the first. And I fall asleep. And I wake up maybe around like 1.40, and I know because the first thing I did when I, when I woke up was look at my phone, see what time it is, and immediately go to NHL goals and to check my score app to see what the final score of the game was. And I saw that the Avalanche had come back to win the game 4-1, which meant I had won my parlay, put my phone down, and tried to go back to sleep. So we're officially in, like, that part of the calendar here. If you're on the East Coast especially, where, hey, like, you're betting West Coast games, you might not be able to stay up, and then you wake up in the middle of the night for whatever reason, you just wake up, uh, maybe there's a noise, you gotta go to the bathroom, whatever it is. You got to wait till the morning to find out if you won your bet? Of course not. You're picking up the phone and you're checking. So I had yet another one of those last night, and the NBA starts next week. So, I mean, we are big time here now, Ken, in this season. In, like, middle of the night, check my phone to see if I won my bet season. And I absolutely love it. Jenks, if you could have one brand uh, sponsor you, what do you think that brand would be? What brand would sponsor me? I don't know, some sort of bourbon or something, probably. That's that's what I'd go with. I don't know. I'd have to think about my favorite bourbon. You know, just throw it out like, oh, that's a good one too, Matt. I would either be sponsored by McDonald's because I love the McRib and I'm passionate about the McRib. Or maybe like Woodford or some sort of just solid bourbon. I don't know. I feel like that's right in my wheelhouse. A fast food sandwich from McDonald's or some booze. <laughs> I think that's perfectly in line. What about you? I'm not sure I was thinking about this. Because so much of like marketing and brand management is about awareness. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I have it. Like, I feel like I am so different in so many regards, like maybe like a healthy smoothie place. I don't know. Uh, I do. I wear a lot of Lululemon, but like, I don't think I'm like cool enough to maybe represent them. But the reason I bring this up is because Mm -hmm. it feels like we have the perfect partnership in the NFL between Kirk Cousins and Coles. Has there ever been a better brand deal with somebody who is extremely self-aware that he dresses like a dad? Have you seen somebody sure sponsored by Kohl's? Like they look right up his alley and I tip my hat to him. <laughs> I actually have not seen these. This does not shock me at all. It's actually perfect. Perfect guy. Right. I will give Kirk Cousins credit enough. You know, and you, you mentioned it, which is at least he's self-aware enough to know. 
You know, that's the worst. People just have no self-awareness at all and they'll dress a certain way or they'll act a certain way and they just don't see why what they're doing or what they're wearing is ridiculous. But I think this is chef's kiss. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. talking to a couple folks about this and I think Drake may even with the loss Drake may look better in that. Ryan Trista and Nick are back on bet MGM tonight on the BetQL network presented by bet MGM hold on a second guys 15 to 4 run in the last three minutes for the Warriors they're up 30 to 19 on the Timberwolves we thought you see Clay get thrown out. We thought that Draymond gets thrown out and everything was going to fall apart. No, 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 my friends. Not so fast. The Warriors making a little statement, of course, then Anthony Edwards hits a three because that's what he does. Yeah, he's so good, man. He's my favorite player to watch right now. Me too. Um, and Shay, actually, Shade and yeah. Sharp. Yeah. Shade and Sharp's really good. Oh, too. I thought you were going to go Shay. I, I was going to say Shay Gilgis well. Alexander, who had a, by the way, had a great night tonight, too. Uh, 28, 6, and he's 7 for really him. Good. Yeah. Big win for the Thunder. 123 to 87 over the Spurs. There's so many guys, actually. Like, man, I mean, it's going to get harder and harder to make, like, your top 10, top 20 lists here soon. Because you got so many good young players like Cade, like Nuggets. Deer and Fox. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, like, well established superstars or guys that are becoming superstars, like a Jamal Murray. There's a lot of guys out there, man. League's, league's exciting, league's fun. And then you got guys just getting choked out by washed ass Draymond. Man, Clay was pissed. Clay ripped well, jersey. And... Yeah, Clay, Clay started that. I haven't seen that. Kerr that angry in years, man. Well, he said there was an elbow. I think I think it was Clay with the elbow. I don't know. My guess is Our there was does. something that happened underneath the basket, and we've watched yeah. a million angles of this, but there may have been. Oh, Russell Westbrook and Reggie Jackson getting into it now. Everybody's mad in the NBA tonight. Well, why teammates. is everybody so mad? Hey, hey guys, chill out. Do Nobody's like chilling. You know what, guys? Guys, you know what this is? Wait. It's I... the IST. Yes. The intensity is up because the in-season tournament means something yeah, to these players. That's what it and is. they're fighting their way to a title that has a trophy that looks kind of cool, I guess. And they're going to win money. And they got weird courts. And guys are getting put in headlock because, damn it, the in-season tournament matters in the NBA. Here's the proof tonight. Hey, if there's a trophy they're handing out, I want it. You know? Just the trophy, not the cash? Well, I'd rather have the cash. I personally. would probably take that, too. Yeah. I'm sure there's some guys out there that probably need the cash on the end of the bench. You know? Hawks, Hawks won tonight. DeJounte Murray, 32 points, yeah, 10 assists. Off, man. Had a great night. Tyrese Halliburton had 33, 7 rebounds, 15 assists. Joel Embiid, Pacers did win that, 132-126. Joel Embiid had 39, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. So, yeah, guys, 
in-season tournament. Already calling a success. Yeah. Done. It's official. Everybody loves it. Yeah. It matters. Feeling pretty good about my Golden Eagles, actually. Marquette, who you could still get right now, 20-1 to 1 to win the national championship. They went on the road in Champaign tonight uh, at the State Farm Center and beat up on the Illini. 71-64. Kolick had 24 points, 6 rebounds. They're going to be really good in the Big East. Big East is going to be fun like it was last season. Uh, and then, like you said, right now, um, not only is this game going on, um, the uh, Kansas game, uh, Kentucky with the 48-41 lead, but Iowa's playing Creighton, and Creighton were huge favorites in that game. 12.5-point favorites, and they're actually down right now. Still 6.20 to go in the first half, but Iowa on the road right now at 31-27. Wow. So, so that's that's kind of a fun one. Yeah, it is. Meanwhile, Duke. Look at just showing the highlights right now, what Duke did to Michigan State today. Yeah, Michigan State's got to make some shots. Got to make some threes. Like even in the college game today. I'm like Michigan State's a team. And, and you know what? Like maybe this maybe Izzo's cooked. Peach talked me into it. Into Michigan State? Yeah, he did. I like the under. I think they were the right side. I mean, they'll be fine. No, I think they will. This eventually. is what Michigan State does, right? Like they oh, got we some young turn on dudes. Iowa Creighton. Can do that if you want. You got one of the remotes there. Yeah, let me do that. Nuggets up two on the Clippers. Yeah, that that four and a half point spread. I hope I don't regret it, guys. Because yeah, it's it's just. It was something stinky. Just it didn't stinky. make sense it's when it dropped sketch. from six and a half to four and a half. Sketch. But it's one of those, okay, am I going to let the number convince you? Because you know that happens a lot. The mm-hmm. number tells you to go one way. You're like, that doesn't make sense. But your heart and your head both are aligned, and they say, no, 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 my friend. Go this direction. This is the logical way to go. This makes sense. So it's either going to be the Nuggets win this game by a million or the Clippers just squeak it by. Facts. And the Clippers win by like five, and it's going to be just miserable for me. I need eight more points for Shaden Sharp, and I know that's a tough, tough task. I really do. <laughs> well, there's nobody else out there. I feel like he'd be the Hit oh, that boy. God long three. There that's you go. Wet. Just on time. It was like a 27 foot three oh there. God. So there you go. See, he's listening. I needed that so Plenty bad. of time. Plenty of Come time. On, no. Nuggets back to six and a half point favorites now with a five point lead over the Clippers in the second. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. A potential uh, Western Conference no. Finals matchup it. tonight. Stop once, it. <laughs> once James Harden gets a little bit more asserted in the offense. Asserted or assertive? Assertive in James, the offense. James whatever. Harden will Inserted? go. James Harden Inserted will go three of twelve. <laughs> James Harden's going to go three of twelve in a play-in tournament game for them. Kawhi's going to get hurt, and Paul George is going to have to carry the team by himself while Russell Westbrook runs around the court angry, and the Clippers will be the nine seed and then miss the regular no playoffs. No doubt. No doubt. That's what we're going to see. Where's That's my Keontae official George? prediction. If I gave out, if I mushed my own self, you may have with that Keontae George. I haven't even seen him play since. Now I'm seeing Colin Sexton. Where is Keontae George? Well, it's the beginning of the fourth quarter. Starters, some of That's them sit true. out. So That's facts. Let rotation set in there. Just, you know what? You got this. You got <sighs> okay, this. Good point. See, good you're point. fine. Just look at the purple court. Look how soothing it is out there in Utah. Look at that. Oh, it's Looks so... like children's time. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. This is amazing. So they're calling this, uh, they're calling this, what's it called? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, clear, clear path, path foul. foul. Yeah. Cle- which means... Two shots and Portland gets the basketball, which means our man, Shaden Sharp, would get 16 and 17 points. We just need 20. You're closing in. See, you're cl- if they call, plenty let's see. Still too. I there know there's, there's 11 minutes to go. Game. Yeah, yeah he's, it is. he's not going to get pulled. At no, least no, it's no. the fourth quarter. It's when it's like eight minutes to go in the first quarter, and you're over there like, oh my God, he's not making any shots. Like, I know. Tyrese Maxey's 0 for 2. Yeah, he's 0 for 2, and then he just out. suddenly has 10 points. Michael like, Porter Jr., though, I have him for five rebounds, and he's just turned into a ghost. Only one rebound for him. It's it's becoming a uh, roller coaster for him, oh, rebounding gross. wise. Nicole Jokic, though. 11 points, 6 rebounds. 
It's crazy to see that Michael Porter Jr. has played nine minutes and he hasn't even attempted a field goal. That's yep. nuts. Jokic is three for 11 right now, but still has 11 points. Those Clippers playing boards. tough defense. Yeah, Paul George, are. six for nine. Nice. He's 17, 17 points. Yeah, yeah. yeah, MPJ this month, five, nine, six, nine, eight, ten. It's kind of like you have these moments where you see the double-double machine that he was in the playoffs last year and then we thought for the first couple games of the regular season here and then there's those others where you're just like ah, do I go back to the rebounding again 20 points 7.8 boards in the month of November for him right now so still on the right side I mean yeah. he just had 10 and 8 and 9 the last three games but then there's 6 before this five. Yeah. five yeah that's a low number it's plenty of time I played the lowest amount I could yeah sometimes it's worth it mm-hmm. with I mean Tyrese Maxey he finished with 25 tonight yeah he did and I was like I'm going 25 plus nothing more than that which still look great, but the guy's coming off a fifty-point game. <laughs> yeah. So, but the, like you worry about that. It was like years ago when Antoine Jameson, I remember, had back-to-back fifty-point games with the Warriors. You just don't see that. Most of the times, guys have these big games, unless it's like Kobe or something. But a lot of these big score scores, even you go out and have a fifty burger, and then you really settle down the next game. Yeah, yeah. he did. He cooled off. Yeah, man. I mean, um... oh, sorry, I lost my train. Of <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, huh? Yeah. Shaden Sharp, he's that good. He just gets you to lose your train of thought. Yeah. Skylar Mays is who everybody thinks Cam Thomas is, by the way. If you don't know Skylar Mays, you better act lot somebody. Of, uh, I'm starting to see more and more interest in his props market. Eight points, eight assists, four rebounds, one block. I think he was at nine and a half. Was he nine and a half I today? think he was eight and a half. Eight and a half? Might have been Some, eight and a half. Somewhere right in that range. He's going to hit that. Yeah. Six, I, think, I think eight points maybe. Yeah. Right now, Paul George has 17 points, four rebounds. If anybody's got any props on him, uh, like you mentioned, uh, Jokic, 11 and six plus four assists. So the two guys that you expect to have big games starting to have big games early. Kawhi, just two of three with five points. And uh, James Harden, four of eight, taking a lot of shots. One of five from three, but he does have nine. Yeah. Kelly Olynyk looks like the most Utah guy ever. Like the he, like if you were just going to tell me like this guy plays for the Jazz, I hate would... Kelly Olynyk. Can't stand him. Dirty player. Really? Dirty player. Oh, yeah. Years yes, with the he Heat. He is. He is a dirty player. Heat Wizards back when those games mattered years ago to a point. I remember we always hated him. I was like, I hate that guy. Shout out to him, though, man. Collected a lot of checks. Made himself a lot of money. Yeah, he did. Kelly turned, Olenek, into a, turned into a decent player, Kelly actually. Olenek looks like the guy that's going to wear a headband like he is, a uh, flannel, and smoke some sure. weed on a hike with you. Dude, I brought some granola. Anybody want some granola? I'd love to go. I'd be like, Kelly, can I borrow a million dollars? I need to pay my parking. <laughs> I need to pay my parking for the next I need a lifetime year. amount of parking. But you're right. He's built a long career. He's one of those guys that he'll go out there, hit you some threes. He's going to hustle. Maybe a little dirty sometimes, push people around, tough. And you want him on your team, but you don't want to play against him because he's annoying as hell. Yeah, he, yeah is. he is. Yeah, man. Shade in for three. That's 20. No, oh, in nope. and out. Where's Laurie Markin in tonight? He has not been that great, actually. Yeah, 14 points. Wow. Because cool he's been probably one of my favorite props so far this year in just terms of the over on threes. So he's gone. He's, he's got, yeah, I mean, this month alone, he's had at least four threes in every game except one. And he had three. It's crazy to see him again averaging 24 points per game. And yep. doing it on 48% shooting. He's averaging eight rebounds. You're thinking about what could have been in Chicago. Yeah, man. Like, that was the, actually, I wanted to hang on to him. I mean, compared to all the other dudes, um, I, so I, rem- I liked him. I remember that draft, and I there didn't were think I there were see this, there were reports out there. I think it was after the year that Chris Stapps Porzingis had like his best year with the Knicks. It was like twenty three points a game or whatever it was. There were reports that the Celtics offered multiple first round picks to the Knicks, yeah, so they could get um, 
so they could get Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Wow. And I think it ended up so somehow the Knicks would have had the they would have been able to then draft Laurie Markin. And I remember thinking to myself, honestly, you should do that because you could get a similar player in Markin. And at the time, I thought he was kind of a similar player. Clearly, they're not, but that's you know coming out where they were yeah, without like, the rim. But the the stretch big, you know, enough of that and multiple first round picks. I I've always liked Laurie Markin. Would you rather have Markin than KP? Because I would. Right now? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Me too. I would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, KP's a good shooter, but I mean, Markinen is a, I mean, he's a marksman. Like, he lives up to his name. Do not shoot that, Matisse. You are gross. <laughs> Ugh. I don't think it counted. Olenek, career earnings 95.3 million. He yeah. could spare you a million, Ryan. That's what I'm saying. I'll go You'd on a good. hike with him. Dude, we can go on a long hike. I'll give you a million, but we'll you got to pick up Markinen along the way. What? We could talk about what could have been. He's still only 26 years old, too. Who? Oh, Lowry, Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Kelly Olynyk though, is a guy that doesn't shower much. You know? He just looks like a guy that's like, I don't need a shower, man. I got powder. There's no way that his wiki page is the real deal, though, because it says his shoe size is 48, and I'm sure he has some big feet, <laughs> but I don't know about a 48. I think Shaq was a 23, so yeah. yeah, probably not the case. I have a buddy that wears a size 21, and like I would always tell my brother when we'd go over there, I'd be like, see that shoe box? You could play in that thing. Like, the shoe box <laughs> yeah. is like a 21. You could put a badger in that shoe no box. No doubt. He's badger in the box. Badger in a box game right there. Yeah. Man. Yeah, 48's probably Wikipedia. I love when people 48. I love when people mess with the Wikipedia page. It just makes me laugh. Yeah, me Size too. 48 shoot. It doesn't last I long. I don't have time to do it, but I do appreciate it. Exactly. I appreciate someone else taking the time to go and edit a Wikipedia page and put something funny in there. Maybe tonight somebody'll edit Draymond Green or uh, Rudy Gobert's wiki page for what happened with the big headlock. What do you guys think? How many games suspended Draymond Green? Two, ah, maybe one. You five. think that? Oh, I think it's closer to like five with really? his history. Well, yeah, I'll go five. Yeah, five to eight. Yeah, just no because way. because it's Draymond and it's early in the season. NBA doesn't want Ryan's that lying. image out there. No, I do. I, I think because it's Draymond. Yeah, I think I think they'll try to send a message again. All right, and he won't get the message. We're back tomorrow. Dan Carpet, Jim Root, gonna be with us. Bet MGM tonight. That's a wrap. Another show is in the books. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern for the next winning edition of Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL.